to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real Americans fight! economic hitmen have managed to create the world's first truly global empire, and it's basically a secret empire. We do it many ways, but, but, but principally, uh, we identify a country that has resources our corporations covet, like oil, range a huge loan to that country from the World Bank or one of its sisters. The money never actually goes to the country. It goes to our own corporations to build big infrastructure projects in that country that help a few very wealthy people but don't benefit the majority of the people who are too poor to buy electricity or have cars to drive on the highways, and yet they're left holding a huge debt that they can't repay. So we go back at some point and say, you know, you can't pay your debts. Give us a pound of flesh. Sell your oil real cheap to our oil companies. Vote with us on the next critical UN vote. Allow us to build a military base in your backyard. Something along these lines. And when we fail, the jackals go in and either overthrow or assassinate these leaders. And if the jackals fail, as they did in, in, in Iraq, then we send in the military. So, the ladies and gentlemen, the Ukraine region is a deep state stronghold. You just saw in that very simple cartoon exactly what Ukraine is and who influences this entire war. 
and it's none other than the United States of America. This has been going on in the Ukraine region for so incredible, uh, so incredibly long that this is not news. This is not new news. The only reason this is new news to the world is because COVID, failed policy, and a window of opportunity to complete what Barack Hussein Obama did, which was what Hillary Clinton was supposed to continue, but got thwarted by Donald Trump becoming into office, or coming into office, I should say, becoming president. And now the residency, the illegal, illegitimate, and I say that at the risk of being arrested as a terrorist now, resident of the United States, Joe Biden. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it's an honor and a blessing to do this job for you every day, but I'm kicking it into third gear. I'm kicking it into third gear, ladies and gentlemen, today. Today, on this March 14th, year of our Lord, 2022, I will be kicking it into full gear, full speed ahead on continuing to expose these corrupt losers that have destroyed our country and the world and legally remove them with the help of God. And we all know you cannot beat God. So if you have not seen, if you have not seen the beginning of this show, if you just came in, then you're going to want to go back and you're going to want to watch the cold open. Because that cold open is just a little baby cartoon, but it tells you everything you need to know. Now, another piece of media that tells you everything you need to know about Ukraine actually came in a documentary by Oliver Stone. And who would have ever thought that a documentary by Oliver Stone trying to create one narrative would backfire on him and his documentary to prove the truth, not the narrative, the truth. So you guys, have, you might have seen all weekend long somebody saying, oh, you need to watch Revealing Ukraine, the 2019 uh, you know, video about, uh, about revealing what's really going on in Ukraine. But if you watch that whole thing, it's not geared to be what it's, what it's become. It's geared to have a narrative. The entire documentary has a narrative like all documentaries do. You can pretty much make a documentary about anything and make somebody to believe it, right? ends up proving our point. It ends up proving our point. And I want to play this one piece from this documentary. Now, this documentary is about an hour and a half long, and I urge you to go watch it. You can watch it on YouTube or anywhere you want to pull it up. But I urge you to go watch the entire video. Let me play you a portion of that video. I'm going to remove the lower third banner so you can actually see it in its entirety. Here we go. Because the less we produce, the more we will purchase. That this is one of the elements of this external expansion. An external management that Washington has introduced in relation to Ukraine since 2014. Another amazing experiment over common sense was the coal scam. Ukraine, which has rich coal deposits in the Donbass, has suddenly turned from an exporter into an importer of coal. It seems that in Kiev and Washington, they agreed to give a new meaning to the saying to carry coal to Newcastle. 
After the start of the conflict in the Donbass, Kiev definitely refused to buy Donetsk coal and decided to replace it with imported coal from the USA and South Africa. It was possible to buy it in Russia, but the politics took over. The second example, Pennsylvanian coal is much more expensive than Russian coal, and it is more expensive than coal from South Africa. And can you imagine the difference in transportation logistics? Ukraine and Russia, Ukraine and the United States of America, and Ukraine and South Africa. At the same time, today we buy 63% of coal imports from Russia. And we already buy 30% of all imported coal from the United States of America. Is this not the result of what you ask about? Is it not the result of who benefits? Who does it? Those who benefit from the sale of their products in Ukraine. In order to avoid domestic production, so that the country from the manufacturer turned into the country of the acquirer and the buyer. That's what the benefit is. Is there any uh, oil, gas? There's nothing here. You know, we have oil and gas everywhere, but we do not produce it. It needs to be developed. Therefore, Ukraine is rich in resources. But resources require investments that must be made in the economy of Ukraine in order to extract these minerals. But the situation with the investment and investment climate in the country is extremely bad. The economy is not developing. The investment climate has not been created. There is pressure from the administrative resource. Greater seizure of business. The lack of a fair judicial system. So who would invest? However... Well, we're going to pause that right there, folks, because I want to tell you who would invest. Burisma. Burisma would be the knight and shining armor, or the idiot in tinfoil, who decided to swoop in and actually save the day. Burisma. Now, there's a reason I played that entire conversation about coal, oil, gas, and energy. Because the cold open ties to the conversation that Medvedchuk was just having there with Oliver, with Oliver Stone. And then it goes into this, which is Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. And then the pieces finally start coming together on why we're, why we're even involved to begin with and why we're pushing this war to continue. There were brave people who decided to invest in Ukrainian oil. The attention of world media is attracted by one company, Burisma Holdings. There are very, very interesting people on the board of directors of Burisma. For example, Hunter Biden is the son of the vice president of the United States. Of course, this state of affairs is welcome, but one detail interferes. The son of the U.S. vice president received his post almost immediately after the official visit of his father to Ukraine in the light of obvious interest of Biden Sr. in everything that is happening in Ukraine. Ex-Vice President Joe Biden, his son Hunter Biden, has a deal in Ukraine. Explain that. Pause that, that, pause that, pause that. Look who that is. Get my cursor here. Look who that is. Joe Biden, John McCain, and Hunter Biden. Just if you were curious why I played a video last week of Lindsey, the traitor Graham, and John McCain in Ukraine in 2016. All right, keep it going. Yes, his son was and remains on the board of directors of one of the companies that is engaged in oil and gas production in Ukraine. 
So this also explains the economic interests of the Biden family. Not only the son, but probably his high-ranking father as well. Perhaps this was precisely what allowed Mr. Biden, when he was as curator, when he was in power, curator from the side of Washington in Ukraine, he actually behaved like a person representing not only the country that introduced external management, but it was a representative or leader of the metropolis in relation to the colony, where the colony was, unfortunately, my country. And his speech in the parliament, I remember it very well. Thank you very much. It was not just instructive. It was a speech in which he said what to do and how to do it. And when stating his position, he didn't base it on argument or explanation, but on the fact that this decision was made somewhere overseas. The office of the general prosecutor desperately needs reform. The judiciary should be overhauled. The energy sector needs to be competitive, ruled by market principles, not sweetheart deals. And you, the so-called legislature, before whom he speaks, should implement this policy. Ukraine needs a budget that's consistent with your IMF commitments. Anything else will jeopardize Ukraine's hard-won progress and drive down the support for Ukraine from the international community, which is always tenuous. On March 22, 2019, Ukrainian politicians from the opposition, Viktor Medvedchuk and Yuri Boyko, met in Moscow with Prime Minister Medvedev. It was about the conclusion of a new gas contract between Russia and Ukraine, as well as the transit of gas through its territory. Interestingly, on behalf of Ukraine, negotiations were not conducted by officials, but it could not have been otherwise. Until 2014, Ukraine was almost completely dependent on Russian supplies. However, due to disputes over the price of gas, as well as for political reasons, Ukraine does without direct gas supplies from the Russian Federation. In fact, as Ukrainian politicians themselves have already recognized, in the reverse mode. Through the special schemes, the same gas is purchased from Gazprom supplies to the EU, but through European intermediaries, for example, through Poland. As a result, over four years, the price of gas for the population increased by 1,079%. That is the price citizens of Ukraine have to pay for fictitious gas independence. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is the price that Ukrainians have to pay for fictitious gas prices. And of course, there's always a straw man to blame it on. And now that straw man is Putin, ladies and gentlemen. That's the straw man now. It's Putin's price hike. By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? Amen. Where is Hunter? We're going to get them all. We're going to get them all. Look, I came out swinging this morning, and I came out changing the way that I do the open of the show this morning for a very specific reason. It is time to put these losers in their place. It is time to put these losers behind bars. It is time for the world to understand what's really going on over there, and it has nothing to do with Putin wanting to put the Soviet Union back together. It, I mean, maybe a little bit, but it has nothing to do with Putin wanting to wipe out all the people of Ukraine because he doesn't agree with the... No, it all has to do with the United States of America and our imperialistic attitude and our, uh, our, 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 our need, our need to be the world police, and to make the world conform to what our dirty politicians here want. Those days 
are over. Those days of doing things right under our nose and making us believe that we're the greatest country in the world because of the fact that our politicians say so, no. We're the greatest country in the world because of our Judeo-Christian background and foundation. We're the greatest country in the world because of the compassionate heart of the American citizen who has put their blood, their children's blood, their grandchildren's blood, and their entire life savings on the line to pull as many people out of poverty into freedom around the world than any other country that has ever existed on God's green earth. And that is what makes America great. And we are not going to allow you to continue to do this any longer. We've got your number. You are not fooling us. And we know exactly what you're doing over there. We know exactly why this war is going on. And it's all because of the corrupt and greedy politician known as the United States Senator, the United States Congressman, the United States President, the United States Pentagon. And we are sick and tired of it. And we're done. We're done. We're done like it's 1976. Amen. Speaking of Judeo-Christian, let's idle down here for just a second. Let's idle down here and bring ourselves back to center because there's things that are far more important than what I just said. And that is our salvation and the salvation of our children and grandchildren. Believe plus receive equals become. Saw that in a movie last night. And if you've not ever seen the case for Christ, I definitely, definitely suggest you watch that movie, The Case for Christ, or A Case for Christ, the, the true story of Lee Strobel. You should definitely watch it. Great movie. I've seen it a few times now. But something I noticed last night in that movie when we were watching it, believe plus receive equals become. Verse of the day today, Matthew twelve twenty, says a bruised reed shall not a brood re- excuse me a bru- a bruised reed shall he not break a smoking flax shall he not quench till he send forth judgment unto victory now you're probably asking yourself what that even means well jesus spoke this way so that only believers would understand what he meant he didn't do it for any other reason than to help believers listen and comprehend the word of God. This verse is all about his mercy that we are to receive, and it's free. It's right there in front of you. Most of you won't grab it. Even more of you will never even notice it. It's meant for everyone, but only a small minority of us fully grasp what is being offered. Grace through faith shows the incredible mercy that he has on us. God's mercy relieves the misery of fallen people. It expresses to sinners because of all the misery sin has brought them. Jesus compared the unbeliever to a bruised reed. The reeds that grew in the marshy areas were very fragile and could be easily broken or bruised. The term smoking flax refers to a linen wick that was made from flax and burned brightly when floating in oil in an open lamp. However, when the oil was depleted, the flax would just smoke until the oil was replenished. The meaning of these parables is that Jesus ministered in mercy to those who were bruised and broken by sin and had lost their oil or their spirit. 
He then came to fill them anew. Today you may feel like a bruised reed or a smoking flax, but no matter what you have done wrong or how you may have sinned, God's amazing mercy is always available to you. Receive it today and be fully restored. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, let's please remove our hats as we are now 20 minutes past the hour. And let's all say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, I titled today's show that we were going to reveal all the truth, and it isn't going to be pretty. It isn't going to be pretty. It's never pretty when you find out that the people that are supposed to represent your best interest have completely different agenda, have completely different values, and in no way ever, ever had any intention on representing your values. I'd like to thank Cindy Taylor for the confessions of an Illuminati and Marla Ryan for your letter and your Bibles. We've been getting a a ton of Bibles lately, uh, folks, and that just lets me know that God wants us to get them out there in the hands of people who seek truth. So please, if you or somebody that you know needs a Bible, go to JeremyHarrell.com. Scroll to the bottom of the first page, and you can there submit your request for a Bible and what kind of Bible you would like. If we have it, we will accommodate. All right, first and foremost section, it's time, folks. Long weekend, let's get to it. Lift your cups up. If you've not done so yet, we're looking for 1,000 shares. I'm kicking it into the third gear. You guys need to kick it into third gear too. Let's work together and let's bring all boats to the top. Last week, we saw Russia accuse the United States and the members of NATO of world crimes. They produced evidence of these accusations. And all in the end, just to hear the same old song and dance from our elected officials and their appointed people in, posi- in high-ranking positions say that it's not true, it never happened, don't know what you're talking about, that's fake, and Russia is lying. Now, I would ask you, if you, were to, if you watched any of that special security council meeting in the United Nations, I'll ask you who you believed. We'll put it that way. If you've not watched it, I urge you to go watch it. And I'll ask you who you believe. Do you believe the accusations and the evidence backing up the accusations? Or do you believe our government, who not only lied and made up a complete fabricated story within 24 hours of uh, of saying one thing and then saying something completely different, but continue to lie to you all the time? Now, I'm not saying that every person that's elected in our government is a bad person or even corrupt, but the people in power, the people who make the big decisions, they are. 
And they're the ones that I am targeting when I do live from America. So ladies and gentlemen, it went from those accusations to even more. Because now Russia has upped the ante and has upped their accusations as well. And they blame the deadly outbreak of the swine flu in Ukraine that killed 364 people on U.S.-funded biolabs. The representative of the U.S. or the U.N. Security Council, Vasily Nebenzia, has charged that a U.S.-implemented program of biological research in Ukraine may have triggered uncontrolled dangerous infections in Ukraine. You mean like what happened in Wuhan? Sound familiar, huh? Including rubella, diphtheria, tuberculosis, measles, polio, and swine flu. By March 2016, a total of 364 people died of swine flu in Ukraine, Nebenzia claimed. Quote, while the U.S. itself shut down military purpose biological research on its territory, due to high risks it posed to American population, the Kiev authorities actually agreed to turn their country into a biological testing site and have their citizens used as potential test subjects. Sound familiar? COVID shot? Nebenzia charged materials confiscated by the Russian Defense Ministry proved that all serious high-risk research in Ukrainian biolabs was directly supervised by U.S. experts. Experts, right? Do what the experts tell you. Do what the science tells you. You're all subjects. You are all uh, research subjects to the COVID-19 vaccine. You must take it or else your whole life will be destroyed. Does all of this sound familiar? That's why I believe the accusers. This is exactly why... I believe the accusers, and I'm not going to let Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, or any of the other Republican neocons out there, the good old boys, tell me that I'm a treason traitor for saying this because I am a Putin supporter. No, I'm a supporter of the truth. And we're done with the old Republican Party, just like we're done with the Democratic Party. Both of them will be wiped out, and both will be built from the bottom up if we have anything to say about it, you neocon, warmongering scumbags. And yes, I'm talking to you, Sean Hannity. And yes, I'm talking to you, Mark Levin. And if anybody doesn't like that, I don't know what to tell you. Because the proof is in the pudding. The same stuff that these Russians are accusing our experts of is the same stuff that they waged upon us, the United States citizen, over the last three years. And if you're too dumb or ignorant to see that, again, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Maybe pray for the truth if you don't want to believe when it's put right in front of your face. I don't know what to tell you. These people in our government are sick. And they've been sick for a long time. And that includes rhinos like Lindsey Graham, Mitt Romney, and the rest of them. They're sick. And they're making us sick. We don't want to be sick. How about that? The U.S. government turned Ukraine into a site for dangerous biological tests on the doorstep of the European Union, Nabenzia stated. Quote, a real biological threat to the population of European states that may be posed by uncontrolled spread of biological agents from Ukraine. As we know from our experience with COVID-19, this cannot be stopped. Should this be the case, it will encompass the entire European states. Is he wrong? Do you think he's wrong? Tazzy Lady says, Jeremy, you sound so angry all the time anymore. No, no, I don't. I sound angry 
when the people that I grew up listening to, like Sean Hannity, like Mark Levin and others, turned out to be nothing but rhino, warmongering scumbags themselves. And yes, that ticks me off. It ticks me off for so long that all of us were so deceived, but no more. No more. And yes, I'm directing my anger at who it needs to be directed towards, and I'm not in any way taking that anger into the rest of the show or talking about any of the other topics. But I will get angry when it's time to get angry, just like Jesus did. It's time to get angry. These people are making a mockery of all of us, and they're making us look absolutely stupid. Now, speaking of mom jeans, Mitt Romney, and treason, and traitors, do you know that mom jeans, Mitt Romney, actually lashed out and called former Democrat congresswoman and former Democrat presidential uh, um, uh, candidate, Tulsi Gabbard, called her, said that she was a treasonous liar? I mean, when you pull out words like that, as a U.S. sitting senator or congressman or woman, then you, that's, you're bringing some serious heat. It's a little different than when I call somebody a warmongering traitor and when Mom Jeans Mitt Romney calls somebody a treasonous liar. There's a little bit of a difference there. You have to take what he says on a global scale A lot more than you have to take what I say. I'm just somebody in New Hampshire. I'm just a guy with a podcast. Let me play the video for you first of Tulsi Gabbard. And then let me play Mom Jeans Mitt Romney's response to what Tulsi Gabbard said. Now, I will say this. I've been saying it for months. Democrats, prominent Democrats that are still actual Democrats and not communists, they're sick of this Democratic, crazy, illegitimate regime too. They're sick of the way their party's been hijacked and they're coming out to say something about it. And guess what? The same accusations that are thrown at us from the left are now being thrown at them from the right for siding with what we're saying. Crazy, right? Here's what Tulsi Gabbard said, and then I'll play you what Mom Jeans Mitt Romney actually said about Are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S.-funded biolabs in Ukraine. According to the U.S. government, these biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens. Ukraine is in an active war zone with widespread bombing, artillery, and shelling. And these facilities, even in the best of circumstances, could easily be compromised and release these deadly pathogens. Now, like COVID, these pathogens know no borders. If they are inadvertently or purposely breached or compromised, they will quickly spread all throughout Europe, the United States, and the rest of the world, causing untold suffering and death. So in order to protect the American people, the people of Europe, the people around the world, these labs need to be shut down immediately. Amen. And the pathogens that they hold need to be destroyed. Amen. Instead of trying to cover this up, the Biden-Harris administration needs to work with Russia, Ukraine, NATO, the UN to immediately implement a ceasefire for all military action in the vicinity of these labs until they're secured and these pathogens are destroyed. In addition to all this, the U.S. funds around 300 biolabs around the world who are engaging in dangerous research, including gain of function, similar to the lab in Wuhan, where COVID-19 may have originated from. Now, after realizing how dangerous and vulnerable these labs are, they should have all been shut down two years ago, but they haven't. Now, this is not a partisan political issue. 
The administration and Congress need to act now for the health and well-being of every American and every person on this planet. All right, folks. So there you go. That's what Tulsi said. She said she basically echoed everything, literally word for word, in a more, you know, controlled manner than I have here on Live from America. But everything that I've been saying since I exposed all of this on February 28th. Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, Senator Mitt Romney, has accused now former Democrat representative Tulsi Gabbard of spreading, ready for this quote, treasonous lies for simply talking about the U.S. funded biolabs in Ukraine, which we have proved over and over again without a shadow of a doubt. I proved it to you on February 28th when I showed you the documents from the United States Ukraine Embassy government website. Wasn't that difficult to figure out. And then I just followed and followed and followed the rabbit hole until we are where we are today. But mom jeans Mitt Romney has actually accused Tulsi Gabbard of treason and called her a liar. Like I said, when a senator calls another elected official, former, but who also ran for president, a treasonous liar, that holds a little bit more water than when Jeremy Harrell says it. That holds a little bit more water than when Jeremy Harrell says it. So my question to you, ladies and gentlemen, is... Mom Jeans Mitt Romney has a narrative, and that is Putin, bad guy, Ukraine, good guy, Zelensky, hero. Give these people more, take more from Pol- uh, Russia, and let's go to World War III. Lindsey Graham echoes that. All of the Democratic Party echoes that, for the most part. And guess who else echoes that? George Soros. George Soros is literally calling for the same exact thing as Mitt Romney, Lindsey Graham, Nancy Pelosi... Mitch McChina, Kevin McCarthy, all of them. They're calling for the same thing. So I have to ask you, do you trust any of those names that I just rattled off to you? It's a very simple question. You don't have to take anything that I've ever said into account when you're making this decision and making this statement that you're about to make, you don't have to take anything that any news host or news station has ever said to ask yourself a very simple question. Do you trust what George Soros, Mitt Romney, Lindsey Graham, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Mitch McChina, and Kevin McCoward say? If the answer is no, then you know that Putin is not the bad guy in this scenario. He might be a bad guy, but not in this scenario. And that the United States government is probably the bad guy, if there is a bad guy. And you also know that these biolabs exist. If your answer is you do not trust what they say, do you trust proof? Do you trust documents? Do you trust government websites that actually have the truth on them And then they get rid of them when you um, expose that truth. I Look, I trust anybody but those names that I just mentioned. Anybody but those names that I just mentioned. And now they're also starting to label it as fake news and false news all over the internet. So again, another reason you know that everything that we've said since February 28th here on Life from America is true. And that's all you have to know. That's all you have to know. I trust evidence, period, says somebody. If Soros wants it, it has to be bad and wrong. Amen. 
uh, Tyna says, nope. Everybody says the same thing. No, they do not trust those names. Let's get the video... Um, Let's get the video watched by more than 5,000 people on Rumble, folks. We're almost there. We're at 49.50. Let's all jump it up and do another round. Okay, we're moving on from one radical loser to another, folks. Speaking of radical losers, let's continue to talk about the illegitimate. Yes, I said it again, and that could actually end me up. In, that could end my butt up in jail today, folks. The illegitimate Department of Homeland Security Secretary, uh, Secretary Mayorkas Again, I better be careful. Even though it's against the First Amendment, even though it's against the Constitution, ladies and gentlemen, tucked away in that big, huge, one trillion something dollar omnibus bill that just got signed with the full support of the rhinos and the Democrats, tucked away in that bill was money to fund Department of Homeland Security to come after each and every single one of you. New rules released on extremism. The Department of Homeland Security will now target anyone who believes officially. Now, this isn't just a rumor. This is official now because there was money passed for it in the omnibus bill. The DHS, and by the way, signed by Republicans, supported by Republicans. This is how bad they don't want Trump or you talking about make America great again or America first. DHS will now target anyone who believes the election was stolen or who challenges Dr. Fauci's ever-changing COVID restrictions and narrative. It's not just a rumor anymore, folks. We talked about it two months ago, three months ago, here on Life from America. Now, in Biden's first illegitimate year of his presidency, two million illegal aliens that we know of, from dozens of countries walked right across the United States' southern border. The numbers look this year probably will be double that. However, Joe Biden and his illegitimate, you heard that right, Mayorkas, you dork, you illegitimate Department of Homeland Security immediately opened up the United States' border after they came into office. Wow, that's crazy. Those are felonies. Those are felonies, but yet that's not important. Now Mayorkas is working on a very important project, far more important than that. Rather than shut down the border, Mayorkas has released new rules on extremism. The new guideline on extremist behavior includes those who question the fraud of 2020 election and anyone who questions the regime's talking points on COVID and its treatments, including the mandates despite proof. Also, if you're a mom or a dad going to a school board meeting, might want to be careful because they will classify you as a terrorist and they will put you on a watch list. This is 100% fact and truth, and this is what's going to lead to civil war, real civil war. You watch, mark my words. March 2021, unclassified threat assessment prepared by the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, Department of Justice, and DHS noted that domestic violent extremists who are, quote, motivated by a range of ideologies and galvanized by recent political and social, uh, social events in the United States pose an elevated threat to the homeland in 2022. The assessment pointed a newer socio-political development such as narratives of fraud in the recent general election the emboldened impact of the violent breach of the United States Capitol, here we go, conditions related to COVID-19 pandemic 
and conspiracy theories promoting violence that will, quote, almost certainly spur some domestic violent extremists to try to engage in violence this year. Over, so you see, they're pushing war with other nations, okay? They're pushing war with other nations. They're telling you that the, a new bio-attack is going to come at the hands of the Russians at the same time as they're talking about Deltacron, which means they're definitely going to try to start imposing lockdowns again after the midterm elections. Now they're saying anybody who questions COVID, the election, or school board, goes to a school board meeting, is on a terrorist list. Well, guess what? You're dealing with two-thirds of the country, you losers, you cowards. You will not win. And even if you do succeed in getting me off the air, if you succeed at locking me up and anybody else who says what I say, you still don't win, you lose. There is no end game in where you win in this scenario. You are losers from birth. I pointed that out the other day in a poll where I said Democrats are born cowards. You're born cowards. You're born cowards. And if I have to be that martyr, if I have to be the father that gets taken away from his kids, if I have to be the husband that gets taken away from his wife, if I have to be the guy who gets taken away from life from America and locked away in a prison until I get malnourished and die, then I will gladly be that martyr. So go ahead. Come arrest me for saying it because I'm saying it on air loud enough for you to hear. Because I'm not going to be threatened. I'm not going to be intimidated. I'm not going to be scared of you or any other government, government official that I give power to. Read my lips. You stole the election. COVID was manufactured and released, and you took away our freedoms because of it. And you, we, over our dead body, will you continue to teach our kids what you've been teaching them in schools? I said it first. Come get me. How about that? Because we have proof and evidence to show you everything that we accuse you of. Where's your proof and evidence? Manufactured in CNN, you scumbag losers. I will never be careful when it comes to this. You want to know why? Read my hat. Read it. Mayorkas, Biden, any of you top officials that watch my stuff, read my hat. Remember the last guy that stood up for the word of God? Remember the last guy that you martyred? Look at the big impact that he had after you killed him because of the truth. Pretty sure we all say the year 2022, pretty big impact, don't you think? I'm not going to... I am never going to bow or bend my knee to anybody on this planet except for God, period. And I hope you all feel the same way as I do. Let's go ahead, ladies and gentlemen, and give DHS Secretary Mayorkas, you know what it is, here it is. Come on, man. (laughs) We did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. You're biting off a hell of a lot more than you or Rosie O'Donnell can chew. Moving on, now that I got that out of my system, Wisconsin Speaker of the House, Robin Voss, another loser, 
maybe heading for the end of his political career in Wisconsin. Keeps digging himself deeper, folks. Wisconsin Dane County Judge has ordered Speaker Robin Voss to turn over all emails that he kept hidden relating to the 2020 election investigation. You wanna, now, you want to know what's ironic about this, folks? What's ironic about this is this is the very same guy that Robin Voss appointed as the head of this investigation, former um, state Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman, the very same guy that he appointed as the guy to head up this investigation may be the very same guy that has that investigation lead right back to Robin Voss and really show the truth. Dane County Judge Valerie Bailey Rhine ordered Speaker Robin Voss to turn over all emails he kept on the 2020 election investigation. Retired Supreme Court Justice Michael Gableman released his findings last week. During this op- his opening testimony, Justice Gableman listed a series of unlawful acts that took place during the 2020 presidential election. Michael Gableman then called for the decertification of the 2020 presidential election results in the state of Wisconsin. Now, Democrats have been desperately trying to de- uh, deflect the attention from the results on the audit and focus instead on attacking the integrity of retired Justice Michael Gableman and Speaker Robin Voss. Democrats can't defend the legal acts discovered during the investigation. American Oversight is a far-left group founded in 2017 to harass President Trump and Republican officials. They like to lie about being bipartisan. The Wisconsin Examiner reported a Dane County Circuit Court judge stuck another blow this week to attempts by Assembly Speaker Robin Voss and former Supreme Court Justice Gableman to keep records of Gableman's partisan election review hidden from the public. On Thursday, Judge Valerie Bailey Rhine uh, Rhine ordered Voss to release deleted emails and text messages that fall under the several open records requests filed by the government watchdog group American Oversight. But the good thing about this is, is the left wing's request to have these emails released is the same very thing that's going to come back and bite Speaker Robin Voss in the rear end. So while this looks like a loss for real Republicans, it's not. Thank you, Democrats. Thank you very much, Oversight Group. We appreciate all the hard work to expose the rhino that we want out of there, too. Friend of my enemy is my friend. I don't know. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. Either way, we're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to get to the bottom of it, but Speaker Voss, he's on, his, he's on a one-way path to being out of politics real soon. Now, ladies and gentlemen, speaking of election fraud, in the aftermath of all the ballot harvesting that we now have on tape from Georgia and all over the United States of America, Florida, Governor Ron DeSantis and the Florida legislature said never going to happen here. No, no, you can keep your ballot harvesting because we're not allowing it in Florida. Matter of fact, They are making some serious, serious punishments for those who are involved in ballot harvesting. Thank you for the Rumble Rants, everybody. Remember, Rumble Rants that do come in, Rumble Rant donations not only go towards the producer, but they also go towards people in need that we help out from the Slurp Fund. Getting back to Florida. Florida fires a warning shot 
at Democrat ballot traffickers. And the Florida state will now make possession of more than two voter ballots a felony. This is how you stop this stuff, you guys. Now, we already know True the Vote. True the Vote is down in um, Georgia. Well, they started their investigation in Georgia, and they started getting all of that footage and all the cell phone pings working with Dinesh D'Souza. Okay, we already got that bombshell movie on its way out. Now, 100% fed up reported using commercially, commercially available geo cell tracking phone data. True the Vote was able to take the footage from drop boxes across America in key states like Georgia and others to track over 2,000 mules wearing gloves and disguises to stuff ballot boxes. We already know all of this, okay? But possession of more than two ballots in Florida now will become a felony under a bill passed by state lawmakers last Wednesday. The offense was previously a misdemeanor in the state under a 2021 law, but the more serious classification in the new legislation will make it punishable with a fine of up to $50,000 and five years in prison. Mess around now. Mess around and find out now. The Washington Post (laughs) reported, and very, very angrily, that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has indicated he will sign the bill into law. Yeah, you think? The ballot felony is just one part of a bill that aims to reform certain elements of Florida's elections. The legislation will also establish a first-of-its-kind election police force for the United States, which has raised concerns about its possible impact on voters, the Washington Post reported. In November, a press release that announced his intention to propose the legislation, Ron DeSantis said that the measure was aimed at bolstering election integrity in the state, and it will. And it will. This is the kind of stuff that's, ne- that's going to stop the Democrats from ever stealing Texas, ever stealing Florida, and ever stealing the swing states ever again. And that is why they're so upset and so mad. We are continuously making it a, a, an impossibility that they can cheat on the scale that actually steals a presidential election ever again. And for that, I praise God. And for that, I am thankful for all of you in each one of the states that you're in because I know you guys got up up, up off your butts after November 3rd and you guys got busy. And because you guys getting busy, I get to report on this kind of stuff. Election integrity laws being passed. If the court system is not going to allow us to go back and hold the people accountable right now, Well, then we'll do the next best thing and make sure it can never happen again. And then once we get back in there, then we will force the investigations to restart. And we will force these people to be held accountable. One way or another, God wins again. How many times do we have to say it? Now, there's a lot of lies out there about election uh, integrity. There's a lot of lies out there about everything coming from the left. This is what they do. They lie. They point fingers at the same things that they're doing. They create a problem and they point a finger at somebody else. They do something wrong and they point a finger at somebody else. Now, Jen Psaki and the, and the entire left-wing brainwashed machine is hashtagging Putin price hike because they want to take away all of your attention from all the failed policies of the failed, illegitimate Biden regime and they want to blame it all on Putin like it all of a sudden just happened, Right? I'm going to play you a quick little video right now, if I may, showing you exactly that that is a false, fake narrative because this little graph that's only about 15 seconds long will give you all the proof that you need, actual factual proof about Saki's lies, Jen Saki's lies, 
about Biden's gas crisis, saying that this is a Putin problem or a Putin price hike. Such a stupid narrative. Like anybody's actually going to believe it. The reason why the price of gas is going up is not because of steps the president has taken. They are because President Putin is invading Ukraine, and that is creating a great deal of instability in the global marketplace. Now, I want to stop that again right here, right here. This arrow is pointing when Joe Biden came into office. This line, for all the dummies out there that might watch this later, this line represents the cost of gas. You know, the stuff you have to put in your car in order to make it go, unless you're a granola-eating, black-rimmed-wearing glasses, man-bun-basement-dweller and have a Tesla. I'm just kidding. I like Teslas. They're not bad. But this is the gas. These are the gas prices since Joe took office. Okay. Now I want, to, I want you to watch this again. The reason why the price of gas Here's is when Putin invaded is not Ukraine. because of steps the president <laughs> has taken. They are because President Putin is invading Ukraine, and that is creating a great deal. The Putin price hike is what they're calling it, ladies and gentlemen. Look, we're going to expose lies on Live from America every single day of the week. So if you or your friends want real truth regardless of how it makes you feel, then watch this show. Let your friends know to watch this show. You really want to wake America up? We're going to wake America up. And speaking of waking America up, I want to go to a video that was just done not too long ago by a good friend of mine, Vincent James. Now, if you guys don't know who Vincent James is, him and I have had a lot of, uh, a lot of rallies together. We've done a lot together in the past. But he also runs the news organization called The Red Elephants. And he put together a phenomenal video that I need all of you to watch talking about how the Democrats do exactly what I said they do. They point the fingers and then they say, oh, we didn't do it. We didn't do it when they're the ones that are guilty of it. They also like to change the definition of words to brainwash the new generation coming up into believing that these words have a completely different meaning than they actually have. Today, ladies and gentlemen, like on um, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, the word of the day is fascism. Fascism. And today we're going to actually talk about the real definition of fascism as opposed to what the actual dictionary has changed the definition of the definition to just to please the leftists. This is incredible. Watch this. My good friend, Vincent James from the Red Elephants. I just got back the left is changing definitions. Listen. American Heritage College Dictionary from 2005 to look up the words fascist and fascism. After a few recent debates with some liberal acquaintances of mine who righteously declare that a fascist or fascism can only be a right-wing ideology by definition, I took to the library and dug through a few dictionaries that were not on the internet to prove that the definition of those two words has been changed. This dictionary is from 2005, and after a few hours of research at the library, I found that any dictionary that predates 2009 has a certain definition of the word fascism, the correct one, and any dictionary that postdates 2009 has the new updated definition of fascism and fascist updated with right wing. So first let me show you the incorrect liberal version of the definition of fascism. So right here they say any right wing nationalist ideology or movement that is fundamentally opposed to democracy and 
liberalism. So there it is, right-wing, any right-wing movement that is opposed to liberalism. That is an incorrect definition. And number two, they say any ideology, movement, or tendency that may be characterized as right-wing. So they're saying any movement that might be characterized as right-wing is fascism. So I looked at about 10 dictionaries, and any dictionary that predates 2009 has this definition of fascism in it. A system of government marked by a totalitarian dictator, social economic control, suppression of the opposition, a political philosophy or movement based on or advocating such a system, so i.e. Italian fascismo. So this is the correct definition of fascism. Upon reviewing the correct definition of the word fascism in a few dictionaries in the library, one of the things that stood out to me the most was the part that says suppression of the opposition. Mm. Suppression of the opposition. What does that remind you of? try to convince me until you're blue in the face on how Hitler was right-wing, but the actual fact of the matter is the social and economic policies, as well as the political policies of Hitler, were as far left as they come. He was one of the first ones to introduce free government housing, free government food, government subsidies galore, single-payer health care. Wait, that, that sounds pretty... I just got back... The left is changing definitions. And ladies and gentlemen, I will remind you, who was president in 2009? Who was president in 2009? Could it have possibly been Barack Hussein Obama? Could it have been Obama? They changed the definition of fascism in 2009 in the actual dictionary to say that fascism belongs to right-wing ideologies and anybody who opposes democracy and liberalism? Meanwhile, they've changed the definition of liberalism by their actions, not even their words. How about that? Folks, that is going to do it for Live from America today. But before we leave... Before we leave, you know we got to give the award. We got to give a Smarty Award. So let's go ahead today and give the Smarty Award of the day to Mr. Vincent James. Smarty Award of the day, Vincent James, Red Elephants. For actually taking the time to do that research and go to the physical library in order to prove his point. Folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you guys tonight at 5 p.m. for more live from America. Remember to check out the store. There's a lot of new Armor of God stuff on there. 
Do not forget to use your promo code when shopping at MyPillow.com and PatriotFoods.com. It's time we stock up, ladies and gentlemen. I think things are going to get rough, but don't worry. You can't beat God, and you're on his side. I love every single one of you. God bless you. I'll see you at 5 p.m. Have a great and wonderful, safe day. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming, and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America.